the Real Estate You podcast with Letty Ann. Welcome back to season five of our podcast, Real Estate You with Letty Ann. And this season we are in the kitchen. And today I'd like to welcome Mitch Shipman. Mitch is the owner of Blue Beetle Pest Control right here in the Kansas City Metro. Thanks for being here today, Mitch. Oh, it's my pleasure. Happy Yay. to be here. Happy to be here. Another local business owner. So we try to promote local here and uh, love that he is also a local business owner in the Kansas City Metro. Both of our offices are in Leewood, Kansas. And for those of you who don't know, Kansas City Metro. That includes parts of Missouri as well as parts of Kansas. So thanks for being here. My pleasure. I love it. What do you do? Well, I kill bugs for a living. Okay. You know, and I really protect houses from bugs coming in and make people's lives, you know, very easy. Don't have to worry about those little things. Wonderful. So as a real estate professional, we have um, vendors and contractors and people that we work well with and work often with. And those with integrity and those that really care about their customers and their employees, those are the people that I personally, as a business owner, like to stay connected with. And Mitch is that kind of guy. Um, So as a realtor, we also... When we have buyers, they're going to do an inspection. Mm -hmm. So would you say real estate professionals are your biggest source of where people come from? Or is it about 50-50 with the consumer calling you directly? Yeah, it's around that 50-50. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we love working with realtors and it's a blast and we get lots of referrals from that. So... When the cons- so for a realtor, we know they're doing a pest con- uh, pest inspection. Mm-hmm. So of course the termites, um, there's you know there's carpenter ant things, mm-hmm. and depending upon where you are in the country, you have all different types of bug problems. What's your biggest bug call? Maybe from the consumer, because of course a realtor isn't going to say we have this, but a consumer will call you and go, what's so what's that call? What's well, the- it really depends on the season. Right now, uh, spring would be ants and termites. And then summer, we're going to spiders and silverfish and all that. So, Do you generally recommend like a quarterly um, program for people or what's, what, what does that look like? Sure. Well, we have a, a premium option. It was every two months. Like if you really never want to see a bug. And then we do have the quarterly option as well. Cool. When we were when you were getting mic'd up and talking to our producers and whatnot, I heard the word bed bug come up. Mm. Okay. So... Um, and I'm creeping out because I'm looking at my food, which we're going to make. So let's talk this out first. How does one get bed bugs? I'm really creeped out. I mean, not creeped out by you. Don't get me wrong. But like nobody wants to get those. No. Like we see a spider. We're fine. Smash. We mm-hmm. see it. So tell me, educate us on bed bugs, please. Sure. Well, the bed, bug, bed bugs are the number one thing that affects people's psychology because you really don't see them. They're, the way they survive, they're professional hiders. Like other bugs fly, they run fast, but they hide. So they'll bite you. You have to wake up with all these bites and you can't find anything. So it really messes with you and they're hard to get rid of. So, and they come from uh, people who typically travel a lot. Third world countries will bring them back. So they just don't have the extermination over there like we do here. So, so seriously, that would be a source of, or maybe someone like, like hotels, do we bring them back with mm-hmm. us? Like what if we're at an air, wherever we might be staying? Exactly. So do we bring them home with us? Yeah. So they'll get on your luggage or your clothing from those hotels or for that family that you stayed with that has them that just didn't do the extermination. And they'll ride along and they'll wait till you go to bed and they'll go in your bed and hide and come eat you. (laughs) Suck your blood, I should say. So that's... uh, That's concerning. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you can't do a preventative. 
or you would never leave your house. That's right. wrong. You have to live. You do. You do. So what's what, what's anything or something that somebody could do to say, you're not going to get me, bug? That's a great question. So first, before you go to the hotel, check the reviews because people will complain on the, re, you know, one stars and in the notes. And then when, when you get there, put your luggage in the bathtub. In the bathtub. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. They, they can't. It's, it's not made for they can get out of. <clears throat> That's why you see spiders by the drain. They can't get out. They get stuck. And then typically the bed bugs will be while you're sedentary. So, you know, sleeping or maybe laying, sitting in the couch for a long time. But, and then do an inspection. You can lift up the bed and you can look for any bad guys running around and know not to be part of that room. Lift up the bed or lift up the sheets? Really the mattress. Oh, lift up the mattress. Mm-hmm. That's okay. number, number one place is the mattress underneath the mattress. Mm-hmm. So, Interesting. Yeah. What's, uh, what, again, is that your most called or most asked about question? Well, we do a lot of that. Um, we do houses. We do, we're doing a heat treatment today on a house, as a matter of fact. But right now... Heat this, treatment? Yeah. What's that? So we heat up the house. Yeah. Heat up the it's house. Great, great question. So uh, because they're such good hiders, if you just spray everything with a bed bug killer... So this is back to the bed bugs. Right. Okay. So a heat yeah. treatment is for bed bugs. For bed bugs. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll raise the temperature of the house to 125 degrees. You can be careful. How do you do that? We have, we have big, like... For like furnaces for your house, but they're on wheels. Okay. And bring them in. Seems very dangerous. Propane. It's not too bad. Okay. So you put them in the bedroom? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And throughout the house. Okay. And we heat up the entire house and we like put your candles in the fridge and we prepare and, and everything. And then it, what it does, it, it bakes them and kills them. And it, really what the idea is it gets their eggs. So it kills the eggs too. Mm-hmm. So it works really well. Good. It's a lot of work. Um, yeah. You were talking about being a business owner and how you treat employees and inevitably that that flows out into how your employees treat the customers and taking really care and pride of their work. Mm-hmm. I, I loved hearing that discussion you were having uh, as you were getting ready. Uh, what more can you tell us? What's so rewarding for you about being a business owner? Well, really learning to that, use my company and my business to give back not only to the my staff, but the world. Uh, we, you know, we give to St. Jude's. Uh, churches, uh, so Operation Breakthrough, we're huge with, and but uh, incorporating that to my teammates' lives, paying them the best I can, constant uh, self uh, growth and improvement. So it's just it's it's been a wonderful journey, and we all win together. Yeah, I so. I, I loved hearing that because uh, we are all better together. Amen. Indeed. Yeah. Speaking of together, do you want to make a taco salad with I'd me? Love to. Let's okay, go. cool. So I'm going to say uh, my book, Homes That Cook, Buying, Creating, uh, and Buying, Selling, and Creating a Home That Cooks uh, includes several of my family recipes as well as others. This taco salad is in this book, but I have to tell you about this taco salad. So I know we don't, uh, Alex is getting on these ingredients. When we go on a trip or we head to the lake or maybe we're going to go out on the boat, I make all of this in advance. I put the, I chop the lettuce and I put it in a baggie and I put each of these ingredients into a baggie and then into the cooler. Mm. We get on the boat or we're having a picnic or it's a party outside. I literally just bring this giant bowl and I just dump all the ingredients in. And we have an instant salad is really good. Looks delicious. Um, I'm not a big fan of iceberg, but it works well here. Oftentimes I'll use uh, romaine as well just to get a, some vitamins out of it. But if you want to go ahead, Mitch, and dump, uh, we have peas. Go ahead. We'll just dump those in. Perfect. I'll take the bowl. 
And then we have uh, uh, ground beef already uh, browned off. Of course, it's cold because this is in the fridge, um, ready to go for your travel. Although this makes a great dinner if you're at work and everything's done. Uh, green onions chopped, very good. Uh, next we have, I just take um, tortilla chips and crush them. So we've got crushed tortilla chips. I'll get that. And cheese, shredded sharp cheddar. Awesome. And a can of olives, so we have sliced olives. Black olives, that is. A couple left in there. And uh, I use Catalina Light dressing. Um, but so any type of Russian or Catalina, but I use Catalina Light. And I'm just going to pour this in here. And again, just a great make-ahead meal for at home or on the go, or maybe you're bringing a potluck to someone's house or Super Bowl, something like that. And I'll go ahead and toss. The key, as my Aunt Letty would say, the key to a good salad uh, is not the amount of dressing, because people right now would be lazy and go, well, let's just pour this whole thing on here, and mm -hmm. now that you've just ruined your salad. Mm -hmm. So uh, the key to a good salad is incorporating get all, you know, literally mixing the salad for as long as the rest of this podcast goes. Yeah, we won't do that. Um, is your heritage Italian? It is. Okay. It is. Now, Aunt Letty would not be making this taco salad, or she could be, but this is not her recipe. Um, for my, we have salad almost every night. Mm -hmm. And it's just uh, vinegar, olive, balsamic vinegar, extra virgin olive oil, salt and pepper. That's nice. it. Yeah, no commercial dressing. I use very little commercial dressing, but that's to each his own. Would you apply that to uh, the gravy or the, the red sauce? Don't, don't put too much in. I've heard that with Italian food. Um, well, you could make your noodles soggy. That sounds funny. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, some people like light on the sauce, and some people are, you know, the opposite. Mm. So I think it all depends on what you like. And you, what your family do? What my fa I love that. My father was a metallurgic. I was. He's just uh, passed away. A metallurgical engineer. Aunt Letty uh, was a dietitian and a nutritionalist and a phenomenal cook. And I can't get this open, so we're going to just leave it at that. Uh, my mom worked for Bell Telephone. I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mm. And uh, prior to me moving here to Kansas City in 1992, which I got my real estate license in 1993. I worked for U.S. Air, so I wow. sold snow skiing tours for U.S. Air, hmm. group tours. It was, it was great. Perfect job for a single young 20-year-old, so it was fantastic. So enjoyed that. And, and what city was that? In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay, yeah. So U.S. Air's hub was uh, in Pittsburgh in the uh, 80s and 90s and whatnot. So. Yeah, the heydays of Pittsburgh in the 80s. Heydays, yes. Pittsburgh, have you been there? Gorgeous city. Right answer. Yeah. So. You drive yeah. into it, beautiful. Oh, I love it. Everything. Good. I love it as well. Mm -hmm. So um, what else do you want to tell us about? Tell us about the craziest thing you may have ever, I, I, and I hate to talk about that over my salad, mm -hmm. so I'm going to move it. Well, <laughs> For, yeah. that's just my mindset. I got to move the food. Tell us what's the craziest thing you've seen with, in your work with regard to bugs and exterminating and things like that. Well, I mean, I don't want to traumatize your stat, you know, your people watching or no, anything, but uh, <laughs> I feel like I can fine. handle it. But uh, we, you know, we go into thousands of houses or home, people's homes daily, and those are apartments, sometimes low income, high income. And, uh, you know, speaking, we had a person in a wheelchair 
mental health issues and physical issues, who wasn't getting proper uh, care, and uh, they were the, literally uh, bedbugs were crawling across the wheelchair and just attacking this person. This is sad. It's really sad. Really sad. Um, that's probably the, one of the worst. Uh, you know, we've had. How did you handle that situation? We we had to get them out. We can't just spray spray them with pesticide. Right. Right. You can't so, put the 120 amp heat lamp on them. Right. Yeah. So we, we really had to treat the um, get them out of the wheelchair and treat there. Plus we had the, you know the place was disastrous. We had to clean had the place cleaned. We had to work with their uh, healthcare facility person. Uh, it, so it was, was a lot. this in a healthcare facility? It was it was really kind of a home health. Okay. Okay. Uh, but they were obviously not doing the right a very good job. And it really made the person sick to where, like we talk about bed bugs hurting their immune system. The person was extremely sick. He was just trapped. Oh. I mean, you asked for the worst yeah, you know, that's, yeah, story. That's, that's so sad. And it's back to those dang bed bugs. Yeah, it's gross, gross. Just what you want to talk about when you're cooking. But. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Uh, I hope they never enter in here. And you promised me you showered before you came. So yes. all good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Uh, if you don't mind, I was going to ask you about your book. Yeah. Oh, please and, do. You and mean this one. Yeah, that one right there. That awesome one. <laughs> and how hard was it to write it? And what was the experience like? Uh, I love food, and uh, I love saying because you know food is memories. Where mm-hmm. are you from originally? I'm from Kansas City. Right okay. Here. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. So uh, remember when people used to actually sit down at the table and eat. Very it's, important. it's been a while. So mm-hmm. I talk about how important that it's the, like the introduction, what a home that cooks means to me. Um, and food is memories. Uh, the idea of this originally started when people started asking me for my recipes all the time. Uh, so I thought, eh, one day maybe I'll put that all together when I have time and, and get that out to people. Uh, but my coach, I have a business coach at the time, uh, said, I want you to write a book. Mm. I'm like, Okay. Uh, so we came up with the idea of buying, selling, and creating a home that cooks. Because who wants to read a real estate book or how, how, what's good tips for selling my house mm-hmm. if they're not embarking on a real estate transaction or a sale or a purchase? Mm-hmm. So um, the majority of the book uh, is uh, are, are recipes from my family or other person's families or ones that hit home that I make regularly. I would say 92% of the recipes in here are doable. Uh, Maybe my grandmother and Aunt Mary's, great Aunt Mary's bread uh, that were baked in a bread oven back in the early 1900s, that might not, I mean, they made like, they had make bread day, so they made like 25 loaves of bread all day, Mm -hmm. like that was Monday, Tuesday was always washing day, Wednesday was always ironing day. Um, So, I mean, I love those memories and it kind of makes me sad these days that people don't take 15 minutes when they come home just to have a meal together. Well, don't you think it's important for the family? I mean, don't, I have teenagers. Didn't your son open up more when you're sitting at the table with them? And totally. Just, you know, having that meal. And how was your day? He actually talks to you. Yep. And learning about food. So oh, I, yeah. I'm a foodie. I could talk about food all day long. I can't stand a clothes shop. I don't, I'm not a fashionista. I don't know what goes together. I just wear what I think looks fine. Uh, but take me to a grocery store and uh, pick me up in two hours. Do you show your, show your love through the food you give? If it's made with love, it comes out in the taste. Yeah. yeah I put mm-hmm. a lot of love in that taco salad. Mm-hmm. I did. 
So, yeah, I love it. That's uh, now these are great questions, uh, but then there's also some great tips. This is available at Amazon.com. Uh, simply search Homes That Cook. Um, and if you like the idea of the taco salad recipe and any and or any of the recipes that you're seeing here on season five, please visit our website, lettyanncom forward slash season five recipes. If you have any questions for Mitch, or any questions for me or questions about the recipe. Maybe you have your own bug experience that you'd like to share with us after seeing this episode. Please email us at realestateu, that's you like university, realestateu with Letty Ann at lettyann.com. We look forward to getting your emails and we'll get back to you as soon as we possibly can. So uh, now might be a good time to plate this up, Mitch. All right. Bluebeetlepestcontrol.com. Mm-hmm. Any questions for Mitch, uh, check out his website, bluebeetlepestcontrol.com. And you can see how even just by letting this sit for a minute, um, <clears throat> I think the iceberg's a little too white as far as the presentation goes. So I would, uh, if you find some nice green romaine mm. and, and kind of uh, dice that up and put it in. Would, would, you, would you suggest cabbage for that at all? No. Okay. okay. No, no cabbage. Okay. No cabbage. Romaine and iceberg. Yeah, romaine, because okay. uh, it holds... Uh, this is heavy, so hence the iceberg. Okay. You have meat and peas and oh, yeah. olives and cheese. That's pretty heavy, yeah. meaning on the lettuce. So if you used a spring mix, it would all be flat, mushy, mm-hmm. and not yeah. crunchy and not good. Yeah. So a crunchy romaine would be just fine. And we're going to just put a little dollop of sour cream on the top. Are you okay with sour sure. cream? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so what kind of boat do you eat this on? Oops. What kind of yacht, I should say? <laughs> well, the yacht, we had a chef, so oh, wow. uh, oh. I just showed up. Right. <laughs> uh, sorry your sour cream That's like okay. fumbled there, so I'm going to just put more right there so Alex can get that. Um, so we, we go to a local lake, uh, Table Rock Lake, oh, yeah. pretty often with Very our nice. children and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So uh, I prefer the pontoon. The kids always want to get the ski boat, so... We do a little bit of both, but they know I feed them well when they're on the pontoon. Mm-hmm. Nice. So it's fun for them. I hope it's fun for you kids. All right. All right. Let's give it a try. All right. Mmm. Mm. Delish. That's really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. Mm. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you so much for being mm. on. You can finish your bite. We had talked about, we just have a couple minutes left, but the importance of the vendor relationship, and I know we spoke about that right at the beginning of the episode, but working with people like you, I know that if I refer Mitch and you're all of your crew, that I have no doubt that you're, you're there 125%. You got those people. I don't have to go, oh, I hope Mitch called them back. I hope they were there on time. Any of that, it's, you know, people who know, like, and trust you, I think the trust is really the first thing. Well, you have to know someone in order to trust them, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But social media helps with that. Tell Mm -hmm. us about your social media. We have, like, one minute. Social media, very important. And you're heavy on it, are you not? Uh, We have some really neat stuff on Instagram, a lot of fun, entertaining things. Tell us your handle, please. Uh, Hashtag Blue Beetle Pest on Instagram. So please follow us. We love the followers, and we'll entertain you all day long. It'll be great. I love it. And mm-hmm. Facebook? Yeah, Blue Beetle Pest on Facebook. Uh, please uh, you know, follow us there. And, and five stars if you don't mind. And Google five stars naturally, so if you use this. 
Yeah, no, of course. I'm going to write you a review if I had all, haven't already. Thank you. Um, but I said, no, like, and trust you. They have to know you first. But don't people get to know people first on social media? Amen. They and do. then when you meet in person, it's like you practically hug them because it's like, I already know you. Right. Ah. Yeah. It's and so watch fun. videos of each other. And yeah, it's great. Indeed. So keep up the great work and keep on doing what you're doing as a fantabulous business owner. And um, it's great to meet another fantastic local business and business owner. So thank you for tuning in to our podcast today, Real Estate You with Letty Ann, season five in the kitchen. And if you'd like these recipes, recipes, please go to our website, lettyann.com forward slash season five recipes. See you next time. The Real Estate You podcast with Letty Ann.